running the podcast for a bit. Um, Ravi, some of you may may remember him from being um, a, what did we call them at the time? You were a co-editor or whatever for quite a while. And then you went off and got a job with the Seattle Sounders and got married and everything. But Ravi is a huge Villarreal fan, and he's joined us from Seattle. Welcome, Ravi. Hey, 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 Alan. Hey, everyone. Yeah. And then really special, we got Maddie, who, for those of you who don't know, he's the person who founded the Villarreal USA site way back in, what, 2006, seven, something like that? I think it was 2008, but 2008, yeah, pretty much. A long time ago, yeah. You predate, you predate all of us, and so um, it's really great to have you here, and uh, we're all just basking in the afterglow of qualifying for a final. So, Sid, I'm going to let you run the podcast, because I am I was telling people earlier, I was so excited afterwards when I drove down to the grocery store to get food, I forgot to bring my wallet, so <laughs> don't let me... Don't let me run this thing. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, I I woke two small kids from their naps this afternoon, so I was really playing with fire uh, to try and do that, and uh, they yeah. they both ran away from me quickly. But uh, yeah. uh, in any case, I, I think more than anything, you know, for for some of the folks, you know, I've I've been a fan for. About 15 years, and, and Maddie and, and Robbie, I know you have long histories as well with the club. Um, but so, you know, maybe Maddie first, just kind of talk about what what this means as sort of a, you know, in many ways, a culmination of the project of many years of the club and seeing us sort of grow from, you know, being happy to be in Primera uh, to being in the European final against Manchester United, still have to sort of pinch yourself to say that. Yeah. Oh man, yeah i I will start off by saying that I cried this afternoon. Um, <laughs> it was it was one of those days. I've cried uh, uh, on some much sadder occasions, uh, a couple of times at the hands of Arsenal, um, but uh, indefinitely, you know, when dealing with relegation, but. Uh, Today really felt like a pinnacle. Um, you know that we've done a lot of good things over you know my time following, but ever since you know we, we got into the Primera, I mean, just consistently overperforming everyone's expectations. Definitely the English fucking media's expectations, but uh, but it has been just such a great ride to to get to this point this year, especially, uh, when, you know, I, I think that expectations have, have been mixed, but to, to watch everybody come together to deal with some of the injuries that we've dealt with and to see it all come together and actually reaching that European final with, of all things, you know, an aggregate victory over Arsenal. It, I don't think, I mean, perhaps it would have been sweeter if it was Champions League, but it would be really hard-pressed to make it sweeter than it was today. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Man United, when we get into talking about them, they still haven't scored against us in European competition. <laughs> so I'm just trying to keep that going. Uh, Ravi, uh, how, how, did, how did you feel? Um, I think a lot of what uh, you know, Maddie said 
think a lot of those feelings. I was at work, um, you know, watching the game and, you know, our video analyst, um, he is from Valencia, but not Valencia fan. Uh, so we were, we, we were watching the game together and I had a Twitch feed of the Radio Villarreal um, on, on the computer. And I, that's how I watch games is that I have Radio Villarreal audio and the TV audio muted. That's kind of, I've been watching games for 15 years. So that's kind of what, so, so yeah, it was, I, you know, like I thought that in the first leg it was, we, um, you know, when we just were 2-0, we were man up. I thought that um, that's kind of where we lost the way a bit, I thought at the time, uh, mm-hmm. because I was, you know, I was comparing us to like, would a Real Madrid or a Sevilla probably wouldn't have given up the lead, probably scored another goal and kind of killed the tie there. But I, I felt like that was what we were missing uh, all these years to, to, to take that final step. And um, and I think this game they they definitely proved me that yes we've made that big step of you know getting the result when when we need it like in terms of in in a game like this where you're going to a final and you just have the slightest of margins of advantage and they've they've kept it and uh, yeah I liked how um, you know that's you know when I saw the lineup that gave me some confidence because it wasn't like backline of five or you know some weirdness with trying to put every defensive player in the squad on the field i thought it was very good very good um lineup i was worried about mario but mm-hmm. um but um but but i thought you know to his credit he did really well also i was worried about Coquelin. um <laughs> so uh, both of them did exceedingly well so yeah i'm very happy <sighs> Yeah. Um, yeah, Alan, some thoughts on uh, what what this what this means after after the journey, and and I think you know there's there's some element of feeling like maybe we have a appreciate more what we have, particularly after relegation, after Preciado dying, after a pandemic, all of these things to sort of come through it on the other side and. And, you know, yeah, yeah. get and to I'm, this mythical I'm, final. Yeah, and I'm getting emotional now thinking about it because I think for me, um, yeah, it's, it's we've, been th- we've been through a lot, certainly. I mean, we've gone through relegation, which all these teams that we, we played, you know, none of the other teams in the, in the, uh, in the final eight or so in, in the Europa League have dealt with, I guess, in a long time. We dealt with it. Um, I was just, I think, I mean, we can talk about the game a little more later, but I guess the thing that really impressed me was that, okay, so we go into this thing. You and I, Sid, talked about different strategies and how to play it, but I think we were both concerned that that we would, frankly, you know, we, we, we talked about what happened in Anfield and it was like, we were just, we just choked, you know, we, we didn't deal with the pressure very well. And I think what was impressive today was that not just did we deal with the pressure and we felt comfortable, but it's like our best attacking player goes off after half an hour with an injury. That would have been an ideal 
chance for us to say, oh, God, it's here we are again, you know, and instead everybody buckled down and got the job done. So I, I there was a, a fortitude, a strength that that was really was really great. And obviously, I think um, any of us who were, you know, today were thinking of um, it almost reminded me of when my um, uncle had been a Boston Red Sox fan all his life and passed away before they ever won a pennant. And when the Red Sox won, um, the statement, because I was living in England at the time, was that essentially everybody remembered somebody who they wished could be there. And I suspect in Virial today that was a bit like that. I mean, I was certainly thinking of Robin Harris. I was certainly thinking of you know, some of the, just some of the club legends that I wish, you know, could have been on the pitch for that thing, because it's, because it's their achievement too. I mean, you know, talking, hearing Javi Mata talking to Bruno and Senna and, and people like that, it's like, yeah, that was the stepping stone. And this is the thing that we're at. And it's, it's just an amazing achievement for a club of this size. And for those of us that have followed the team for so long, it just, it's hard to, it's, it's, I'm still kind of not taking it all in yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, to think of Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea, Villarreal is, yeah. is kind of, kind of uh, a bit uh, of, of being awestruck. Uh, a couple other things and, and would love to, to Maddie, Robbie, hear, hear your thoughts. A couple of the other interesting sort of things people were talking about was, you know, we had five players in the squad um, who were on the team when we were playing in Segunda. Um, and also in terms of looking at things sort of in, uh, on the financial level, if you're looking at the top five leagues, I think we're something around 40th on uh, the top five leagues in terms of our average salary. Um so, you know, again, really, really punching above weight compared to the other uh, competition. But sort of what what of this makes you, maybe starting with Maddie, what, what about this achievement makes you most proud of, of you know, how, how we got here and, and what it means? Yeah, it's, it's funny kind of listening to the press talk about these things and VRL always being this, this tiny little club. Uh, I mean, it is, it, it's a place where so much is done right. I mean, you couldn't do what VRL has done without a real mindset of doing things a certain way and being consistent. And I, I think, you know, over, over the years, occasionally we've dropped away from that with, with some of the coaching and uh, and some of their approaches that we've taken, but there's been this this real drive to say like you know we are not one of the big clubs that spend you know uh, dozens or, or hundreds of millions on on transfers. I, I think what Zach posted on the um, on the Real USA Twitter about net spend over the last, uh, I think it was four or five years and had Villarreal at negative 14 million compared to hundreds of millions for the, mm-hmm. these other clubs. Like in Villarreal will never be a Chelsea or a Man City or a Man United 
or a PSG or any of these other clubs. And, and that really is okay. And it's something where like, you know, in a lot of ways, it's more than that though. I mean, the fact that we have this culture of truly building up from, from our youth ranks, not everybody came in from that, but, but the way that we scout, the way that we evaluate, the way that we put together teams rather than individuals in these spots, it, it has just provided like this sense it, it feeds, I think, you know, from the community itself, how close everything is, how, how engaged the fans are, how close the players and the fans are. If you uh, are, you know, able to go and just watch how, where that interaction is like Virial is just a club of the people. There's no reason this like Virial USA would exist if it wasn't uh, because I mean, that was something where Virial was excited that this was a thing and they embraced it. And and so like the chance for all of us to be here tonight at, that has stemmed from years and years of hard work, uh, but by folks, you know, keeping all this together, it, it is all because of the type of club this is. And it's, it's just such a special thing. It's, it's a thing that I think is really hard for outsiders to grasp when, when like success is defined in, in such a very specific way and the way that you get there. I mean, the number of friends of mine uh, I've spoken with over the last few days, you know, Madrid fans talking about how, you're going to have to go out and really buy a lot of players this summer because they're they're just kind of falling apart and getting too old. And <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's an amazing concept that it, that is the only way that they can really think about doing things. And so, like, I mean, at the end of the day, to be able to have accomplishments like this, and I mean, Villarreal has done this pretty consistently. I mean, not gotten to a final, but done this pretty consistently for years ups and downs for sure but like there aren't other clubs that are our size that are doing this with this sort of regularity and i I think that it just it speaks volumes about you know what what this club represents the approach that the club is taking and and there's just kind of like this this spirit that 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 kind of courses through the, the club that people who don't really focus and, and engage with it I don't think we'll ever, ever understand and it's, it's something where you know the glory on the pitch is is absolutely the goal but there's a lot of other really high goals there that come with it and it's it's for me what has made Villarreal is such a special special thing uh, you know a place where I feel like I truly have a relationship with this club in a way that it is not just me giving everything to this club and hoping, you know, to, to get back in terms of the victories, but something where, you know, my, it, the, 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 the things that I've received from this club have been on such a, a deeper kind of more connected, more just human level than I, I think that, uh, uh, you see with a lot of these, these really big clubs. So to be able to compete with them on fields like this and, and to outplay clubs, uh, you know, when, when no one is expecting it, uh, it's, it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And, you know, Mario 
the captain at the time for for all we've talked about his performance on the field um obviously still well respected well liked um Mm -hmm. and certainly has made his way up the ranks uh and then of course to have Powell from the city um you know in in the rock in the middle um uh, to be able to celebrate this was special Ravi, kind of what were you uh, what was what were you most proud of when that final whistle blew? Um, I think like if you look at the number of, I mean I think Maddie touched on various points that that uh, I can elaborate on one or two of them. Um, what I saw was like you know when you know Chukwese is a player that they've developed you know uh, in 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 VRL and then came from VRLB and, you know, uh, even though he probably wasn't developed from a very young age at, at the club. But when he went down, they put on Jeremy Pino, another 18-year-old, right? 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, that, to, for somebody, and he's also from the from the academy or the, you know, his kind of growing ranks from the club. That And if you look at it up and down the lineup, you mentioned Pau and Mario, Alfonso Pedraza, you know, someone that came through the club system, went outside, came back to the club. Moy Gomez, same thing, came through the system, went back. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you, and then they, the way they built this team, I think this may be a credit to Emery or, you know, in general, uh, all the, the people that are in charge of this is they mix the youth and the players with prime uh, age players like Gerard, again, somebody that was, you know, spent parts of his development career within the ranks of Real went out, came back, um, added experienced players like you know, Albiol, who's a local from a Valencia area player, Ibarra, another uh, local player. Um, I think they built a really good good roster. And, and when Ibarra went down, they went they went and got... Um, um, Capu. Uh, Capu. Yeah, Capoe. Yeah. 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 yeah, so... Someone that you know, which who's you know who has seen a lot and you know played to just help all these young young players around. I think you know as Maddie mentioned, um, they you know you don't get this kind of success um, consistently without doing a lot of things right. Now I, you know obviously winning a final or winning a semi-final second leg, um, you know there is a level of luck or uh, happenstance involved sometimes. So, so I think you know we've we've been there. We've missed previous times, but I think the the whole the overall um, the the process has been put in place, and it's been a very steady hand running the club all these years. Um, and you know, think about it. Like I think they we returned from uh, Segunda in, for the season of thirteen fourteen. So seven years from that, now we were in a final. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great uh, way to rebuild after. After probably was a you know maybe there was a little bit of financial mismanagement before that and La Liga TV contract wasn't good, which led us to lose um, a lot of money there. But I think they built it much more healthier um, club, stronger from the roots, and see well, where we are today. I think I think I think a lot of these young players probably will be sold or um, you know you mentioned about the value of you know how much some of the players cost like in Arsenal or United. I mean, if you value Pau and Chukwese and Pino, you know, you, you put what what is their market value. I think, you know, 
you will see that we have a very, you know, pretty luxury, very good team. Um, just that we built them uh, or we we grew the grew them um, within our system, so we didn't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, everybody who is a collector, the Portada Marca tomorrow. El Football Oslo de Villa um, <laughs> will make for uh, you know it, this this what what Ravi is saying that you know you have to get there and you have to fall on your face sometimes um, and it's very painful <laughs> and uh, you know we lost in basically every kind of way you could in the semifinals before finally getting over the hurdle here. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good point that Robbie made, which is that, you know, you kind of, and I think getting to a final, you know, regardless of what happens is like this too, that you, you know, you, it, it's, it's like playing a final in anything. You may have a six out of 10 chance that you're going to win or a seven out of 10 chance that you're going to win, but there's still a three out of 10 chance you're going to lose or four. And so, you know, you, you can't, I think we're so often fixated with who actually wins the final thing and that overlooks the journey that you take to even get there. Um, I think for me, the thing that I really, um, that separates Villarreal from um, a lot of the opposition that we, and certainly the opposition that we'll play, that we played today and we'll play in the final is that, Okay, I mean, yeah, Senor Raj invested a bunch of his money in this club that he, you know, made money that he made, and he's very proud of it. And if it weren't for him, we wouldn't be able to achieve all that we have done. But the fundamental thing is, he loves football. He just loves football. And um, Senor Lanesa loves football. You know, these guys, I mean, they just love football. And the fact that they, you know, this is not an, an investment company that's looking at this thing to generate a 5% return or internal rate of return. And if it doesn't, we sell it, right? I mean, these guys are devoted to this to this team. And so I think that was the thing that impressed, that I was just so proud of, I guess, was the fact that these guys have put um, so much of their effort and money behind it but more than that, they put their passion for the game behind it. And this is, you know, this is quite a reward. Um, as you say, I mean, I typed in a little article I did after the game. It's just, okay, so we got Chelsea, Manchester City, Manchester United, and us. And I just kept staring at that. I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, that that to me is, is, is kind of vindication for a lot of stuff. And... Um, it's not that if we had lost today, I'd feel those things weren't important. But the fact that we're actually going through to a final, having been at a semi in England where we didn't play well and the English media basically dismissed us as a sort of not very good team, I think today was kind of vindication. I, I Certainly vindication for, for our coach. And that's great, you know. Um, we, we've heard enough of the, of the good evening jokes or however he pronounced it. And now it's, you know, we should be proud. This was, was a great moment for us. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. So looking ahead, 
uh, Maddie, how how are you going to enjoy this final? What 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 are you looking forward to? And and any prediction you want to share? Because I know you, we may not get a chance to uh, to chat with you again <laughs> before the final. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I I think you will be hard pressed to find anybody who is going to. Uh, to give Virial much of a chance here, and uh, I mean, I think I was we're jump in with one thing. Interestingly, yeah. I was watching to Udeane, the, the Spanish language coverage. They have this, I think, uh, Zona Football or something that they have after the Europa League and Champions League games. And interestingly, one one name that will be very familiar probably to some older American soccer fans, Christo Stoichkov, mm-hmm. because of his exploits at the World Cup in the U.S. with Bulgaria. He actually said he thinks Villarreal is the favorite in the final. Mm. Go figure. But he said he thinks because of the shape of the team being so well drilled and that Man United's a little bit suspect defensively. So... Other than him, I agree with you, Patty. We probably won't hear anybody else who thinks so. Yeah. But I mean, and and I think like Vira has a lot of uh, real challenges in terms of fitness. Like we, I don't think we know yet about Chikuweze. Um Looks like Foyth will be out, uh, so we'll again be you know relying on Mario in the back. Um, like I, I definitely believe that. You know, I've seen enough matches to know that anything is is definitely possible. I don't think I'm going in with, you know, a lot of of confidence in victory. I mean, like, I don't know if y'all saw Cavani's uh, first goal today, but I I thought he broke the keeper's hand and then was still going to put a hole in the back of the net. I mean, like, (laughs) the guy's just a beast. And, I mean, they're just playing really well right now, Man United. So... I, I think there's there's a big challenge in front, but I think that that there are some things that Villarreal has has going for it. I, I mean, I do think that there is a lot of really quiet confidence. I the joy and the passion after the match today was just such a beautiful thing, and and I did not at all get the impression that that was a we're happy to be here. We've we've achieved everything. It was just truly a joy in. And getting to to do this as a club together and you know take this next step and it was immediately their sights were about going to Poland and and mm-hmm. and taking taking this challenge on and so you know I don't think I'm I'm anywhere close to to a prediction but I I like to think back to 2005 zero zero twice 2008 you know again. Uh, empty score lines uh, on a uh, on a two-legged tie and here we're going to have one match uh we know that we can play some really tight defense um when we need to against uh against a solid press and so um i think we'll need our, our best but I definitely am, am putting us in the category of, of of having a real chance and the later the match goes at saying nil nil, the more pressure certainly on them versus us. Uh, Ravi, any any thoughts looking ahead? Couple of things. Uh, you know, you mentioned about the uh, the portadas and the front pages. 
Um, I noticed that uh, both Marka and Oz have given us the front page this time um, after uh, this today's paper, but uh, but Super Deporte hasn't. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> so that's always a sign that we're doing something right. Um, that's right. As for um, as for the game against United, I think it'll be a much different different game um obviously they have a different uh, type of uh, players and you know definitely much better you know more more dangerous in front of the goal um uh, i do think that um a lot of these you know you know using my experience on the you know being on the other side meaning working for a club and which was initially deemed to be Good in regular season, never made playoffs. I'm sorry, never made the final or never did well in the playoffs. Um, and I think when 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 a team, what I've seen is that when they first when they make that big uh, get past that big hurdle of getting to a final, or or maybe even winning the first time, I think that that makes it like the next steps become a lot lot more. I won't say easy, but they they are a lot more. Um, you know, there is a there is an aura of confidence that comes with it, and I think you know this. You know, we've been there. This is the fifth time we went to a semifinal, and you know, finally made it to a final. So I think that should lift a lot of weight off of them um, in terms of expectations, um, as well as expecting something to go wrong. I think you know that's past now. So and and you know as as you know everybody's gonna in in some ways um, rightfully so that. United will be favored heavily going into the game. So all that should help Villarreal to kind of focus and try to try to just, you know, play out the ninety minutes and see where they are, right? You know, so I it's you know, if you ask me to predict a scoreline, I don't know. I maybe, you know, I, I'll be I'll be biased of course. So maybe one one and we'll win in the extra time and score mm-hmm. an extra time goal. Mm-hmm. So uh, but but yeah, but I think that the the win today or the win in the tie uh, against Arsenal that should give us a lot of confidence. Um, just you know, playing that type of matches going forward, not just this final, but going forward in the future. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're going to disfrute your coyons. That's, That's right. The important part about it. Yeah. The, monkey, the monkey is off the back of the semifinals yep. and never getting there, and now we can actually just watch and enjoy. So yeah, that that's the nicest part. Yeah. So Al, I know some of our folks need to uh, need to switch out here so yeah. we can take a break and then come okay. back. Yeah, we'll um, take a break. But thank you, Maddie and and Ravi, for joining us. It's been great. So yeah, thanks. Um, okay. Great talk with you. Yeah. Brief break. Thanks a lot for having. Yeah, yeah. Brief it's good break. to talk. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, great to hear you both. Yeah, great to hear you both. Well, Maddie, we'll see. I'll see you in three weeks. I hope. Looking forward to it. Okay, so we'll take a short break and then. Okay. Yeah, we're back. Um, yeah. Wow. I. I mean, I think it shows you how special today was. The fact that. You know, we got Maddie and, and Ravi um, with you and me. Is kind of wow. It's it's it, the years roll away, don't they? Um, yep. 
Yep. Yeah, I Robbie guess. was there a second. I didn't know if he was going to stay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, Maddie texted Maddie. and said he had to. Jump, I had to go. So. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think the um, thing that's going to be interesting. I mean, Robbie's right that when you get to the final at this point, I was, I was looking, and not that I have a ton of confidence in 538.com, but they showed going into the semi against 60. Arsenal, oh. they had us 60-40 down. After the first leg, we were 55-45 favorites, and we closed it out. They have Man United as 64-36 to 36 favorites, which is significant, but that's not overwhelming. Um, you know, and I, Yeah, I would say probably for a European final, that's pretty high. Yeah, but that's also, but they've also have a bias toward English teams too. I mean, just mm-hmm. by nature of mm-hmm. the coverage, right? So, I mean, I I basically see probably if I, I think were sixty forty is right. yeah. That's I think that's what I would say is like if you if you're playing ten matches and you're playing all of them to win, probably Man United wins six out of ten. But you're not playing ten matches; you're playing one. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be... Um, do you I, want to just turn the recorder back on if you want to yeah, do another yeah, yeah. segment there? And if you want to lead, oh, okay. welcome to. All right. Or I can, whichever. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll lead here. So, okay. So, um, I think probably a 60-40 um, with Man United being favorites is probably about right. But, you know, I don't see a whole lot in this tie. No, admittedly, I haven't watched Man United a lot. I, you know, they obviously have some some players that are awfully dangerous from, the, from our standpoint. I think it really... It, 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 I, I guess I want to say a scoreline is going to be 2-1, to one, and I don't know who's going to be the 2 and who's going to be the 1. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of my reaction. I don't... I don't think, I'm sure the English media are already figuring, you know, it's going to be 4 0 or something, but I don't see that. Nor do I see it 4 0 for us. So I think it's going to be a good, I think it's going to be a good close tie. Um, and frankly, in some way, as, as Ravi said, we're kind of playing with house money because nobody's expecting us to win. And that's when. You know, an, an underdog is always dangerous, especially when they're an underdog that's like six to four, um, because the difference, the gulf between the, the quality of the squads is not so huge that you, you know, on the day you can't overcome it. So, um, you know, Unai Emery has has a great record in knockout ties in Europe. Um, we have generally done well again I mean we've done well against Manchester United although that's quite a long time ago so I don't know that that really matters um, but yeah I think it's going to be a very competitive tie and I think the neat thing is that we're in it that's that's the neat thing <laughs> even mm-hmm. if we lose mm-hmm. we've gotten to a height that we never got to before mm-hmm. 